One recent caller to our office started a conversation in this way when he called to question his ambulance bill. Today, we'll explore when other healthcare disciplines don't know ambulance in this edition of the QMC Board and Caller. We're glad you're here. Welcome to the QMC Board and Caller, news and thought-provoking discussions for today's emergency medical service provider. The Board and Caller podcast series is brought to you by QuickMed Claims, a national leader in emergency medical transportation revenue cycle management and reimbursement consulting. Now, your host for today's podcast, QMC's Director of Client Services, Gary Harvat. The patient called because he had received notice that we had billed Medicare on behalf of one of our EMS agency clients. The gentleman was retired from a non-EMS healthcare discipline and was ticked off, to say the least, for what he perceived to be billing at an incorrect level of service. This scenario comes up from time to time with all EMS organizations. Persons involved in healthcare outside of the ambulance industry often don't understand the unique rules that drive billing for emergency medical services. So they naturally attempt to apply other non-ambulance billing guidelines to their specific set of circumstances. This particular scenario was one of an ALS dispatch with ALS assessment, but no ALS interventions were provided. The person suffered a potentially life-threatening traumatic injury. The patient's family activated the EMS system, reporting the emergency, and relayed the patient has a history of past injury that may have been aggravated by the current trauma and was experiencing difficulty breathing. The 911 call taker appropriately prioritized the call following the established dispatch protocol in place and advised for dispatch at the highest priority for an ALS emergency response due to the reported extenuating circumstances. The EMS crew who responded immediately following the dispatch arrived at the scene and a paramedic immediately assessed the patient. Fortunately for the patient, the scenario turned out not to be as serious as feared by the patient's family when they called 911. While the patient did not injure himself, the injury was not life-threatening and his existing past injury was not exacerbated. The difficulty breathing turned out to be simply that the patient had the wind knocked out of him Scary, yes, but life-threatening, no. The resulting patient care report for this incident appropriately documented that the 911 dispatch priority was an ALS-level dispatch of the highest priority for this particular geographic area. The paramedic on the call documented that he performed an ALS assessment, recorded all the pertinent findings, and adequately explained why no ALS interventions were deemed necessary in this specific scenario. The patient was subsequently transported by the EMS agency to the hospital for treatment. When the patient received notification that Medicare was being billed for his treatment and transport at the ALS level, it sparked him to call to ask questions. In his mind, billing for an ALS level of care when no ALS interventions were initiated constituted an improper billing practice. The patient deduced that our office, in conjunction with the EMS agency client, was billing for a higher level than the incident called for. The patient was basing his complaint on what he thought he knew about correct billing practices drawn from his knowledge of billing in the context of his former employment outside the ambulance industry. By now, I'm sure you figured out that there was no wrongdoing either by our office or by the ambulance company that we represent. Medicare guidelines as outlined in Chapter 10 of the CMS Medicare Benefit Policy Manual 
Medicare guidelines as outlined in Chapter 10 of the CMS Medicare Benefit Policy Manual clearly allows for the claim to be billed based on the level of dispatch and the fact that an assessment was performed by an ALS provider, even though no ALS interventions were warranted for this specific patient. The ambulance crew responded with an appropriate ALS crew, including an EMT and paramedic. The paramedic assessed the patient and determined that there were no ALS interventions necessary, and the patient was packaged and transported to the closest appropriate hospital for emergency treatment and further evaluation. I end this short discussion by pointing out two key documentation elements that allowed for this office to properly bill this scenario to Medicare as an ALS-1 emergency. One, the level and priority of dispatch were recorded in the PCR. In this case, not only was the level of dispatch priority recorded by the crew, but a copy of the 911 center's CAD notes were scanned and attached within the ePCR program as proof. The call taker's notes clearly explained why an ALS level of dispatch was initiated. Two, an ALS assessment was appropriately documented. The paramedic detailed his assessment and objective findings using clear clinical documentation to support his decision to not initiate ALS interventions, but to transport the patient for further care. This is a confusing matter to some patients as well as their families. From time to time, you're asked to explain this information in further detail. If you've not received these phone calls already, be prepared to, as the public becomes more and more knowledgeable about how their healthcare dollars are spent. I hope you found this information helpful and informative. This is a confusing matter that does occur from time to time. Thanks for joining us today. I wish each of you a great day. And hey, be safe out there. <music>